This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Allow me to paint the picture right now. I think I look like a high school teacher that is just seen in a mall. That's how I'm dressed. So picture that how you will. She's the happy times podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Happy Times Podcast. If it just sounded like somebody was farting, I'm sitting in a leather chair. Mm-hmm. It sounds like we've upgraded, but really we haven't. I am back in my parents' crib for a little bit. Uh, I came out here because I am <laughs> – my lease with my Mini is up, and I'm not actually – a lot of people are asking me like what I'm going to be doing. A Mini has been like a part of my life for a while. It's been my dream car ever since I've seen Italian job just like any other white kid, and it's just – it's really been like the the best car I've ever driven. But recently I tried to like work with them because how freaking sick would that be to like work with your favorite brand? And they were complete dicks about it. They were just not nice people. And they put a really bad taste in my mouth, but it didn't end it. Uh, so I went to the dealership and I was like, okay, well, no, I'm not going to be stubborn just because I can't work with a company. It doesn't mean I'm not going to like pay for my own stuff and whatever like that. So I went to the dealership and I was looking at more cars and they were just literally awful people there. They're, 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 they were just like the type of people that didn't want to sell me a car. They wanted me to buy a car. So they didn't want to have to work for it. They literally want some 60-year-old man coming in and just dropping $60,000 on a car and walking out. So my lease is up and uh, BMW came out to my, my parents' place uh, today to basically inspect my car. And there was like this smallest dent, like literally smaller than a penny, and it's so stupid. Like, it's literally somebody probably just bumping into my car. And it's so dumb. Um, but there's that's the only thing wrong with it. And, you know, just because it's BMW and Mini, they're going to charge me like $2,000 to replace the whole freaking car. Who knows? Um, so that has me a little riled up today. But that's why I'm at my parents' place. And we're actually going to be talking about moving out of my parents' place in this podcast. But you guys really enjoyed the last one where I was kind of just sitting and I was kind of just chilling. Like, the mic is in my hands. It's not just this. It's not propped up or anything like that. And I'm just kind of like going with the flow. I have just three things written down and we're just ready to talk. So I hope you're having a great day. Um, I started off my morning with a text from a manager reading uh, a story about Danielle. I don't know how to say her name. Danielle Cohen. Cohen. 
something like that. And uh, how her father posted on Facebook of how he feels about her her uh, success and her job and everything. And it's truly like eye opening how kids nowadays like are so inspired by other kids on Twitter and everything like that to be so negative towards their parents. Like, Hey, you didn't do this for me. You don't blah, blah, blah. I don't need to be nice to you. Like Becky from Twitter said, I can say, tell you to piss off. And it's just like, it's so negative and it, it really sucks. And this father spoke up when his daughter's making millions and he just doesn't agree with it. And I think it's truly something to like talk about. So I'm going to make a video on that, but yeah. Also, I don't want to like, bash mini like mini's my favorite car Uh, it's the best car i've ever driven and obviously people are going to argue with me on that but it's definitely my favorite car right now um because it just like grips the road really well so i I love the actual car i just am such a people person that i literally don't want to be a mini owner because of the way i was treated and not that it was like oh so awful it's just i'm stubborn and if i'm not treated with just like you know when somebody like doesn't hold what I guess it's not a big thing in America, but you know when somebody like holds the, you hold the door for somebody and they don't say thank you or they don't even like give you a head nod or anything, they just walk through it and keep going. Like I hate those people. So somebody was do that to me, I immediately dislike them. And not, like not to the point where I want them to die or anything. It's just like, "Oh, I wish like, you know, next time they hold the door for somebody, somebody says thank you to them and then they feel awful and guilty because they didn't say it to me. I, I, I'm, I'm that type of person. So Minnie, uh, yeah, I'm going to hold the door for you next time and you're, no, I just don't know. I'm just mad. I'm so frustrated with it. Uh, so I'm looking at new vehicles um, and it's freaking expensive. Like we constantly, like my friend said to me the other day, he's like, well, why don't you just get a Tesla? And I'm like, do you know how much Teslas are? In, in in USD, the cheapest Tesla is $40,000, which means it's like a $53,000 car in CAD or whatever it, whatever it may be, whatever the conversion rate is. So obviously, like you wouldn't get that one because it only goes 250 kilometers, which is dumb. So you would get the one up because if you even wanted to drive from like Toronto to Ottawa or even any four-hour trip, it's usually like... 500 kilometers which means you need one that like can hold that capacity of battery life and then you're looking at like uh, upwards of a seventy thousand dollar car and it's just i think people forget like yes it's it's healthy to be vegan yes it's healthy to well and supplements and stuff but it's it's healthy to go to eat like this it's healthy to do this 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 shit costs money and i think we're really really like oblivious to it all like we're <laughs> complaining about the way we're eating and we're looking at like a single mother with two kids and we're like, why is she not buying organic food? Well, maybe because one organic apple is like $2 and she can't buy apples for her kids lunches because just apples alone are $20. And like that, I don't think we're really like thinking about that. And I, it's not that I, I'm, I'm wealthy and it's not that I'm poor. I'm very much average. I'm a very, I've lived average my whole entire life, if anything below average. And that's just how I've grown up is that I don't have the best of everything and I can only imagine the way that people are feeling who even have less than me. And it's just, you know, we're like, okay, well, why are people eating fast food? Why are people eating a McDonald's? Maybe it's because it's a meal for a dollar versus going out and eating something super healthy. Obviously it's better for you. No shit. We don't need to keep explaining that, but that meal was like $30. And so it just, it doesn't add up in the sense that 
well, we can't pay for it. Not all of us can afford it. Not all, all of us can live this lavish life. And that's kind of why I made my video on the Ace family. It's like, you do have to remember that the people that are watching your videos and the stuff that you are creating and putting out to the world, not everybody can live. And so when we're constantly shoving this down their throats of like, hey, look, I just bought this new car. I just bought this new house. Bought new Gucci gear. Bought new this. Bought new this. Bought new this. Every video is buying something. It's like, I feel like I need to, you know, you feel like you need to buy something. And it's same with like commercials on TV. Like it's buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. And granted, we're sitting here and we can't afford it. And we're getting yelled at to go out and go do something that costs so much money. And even I say to go out and like grab a coffee every day and stuff like that. Um, and it does cost money, but there are ways around it. Like you can save a lot of money by buying a coffee maker and making it at home. And so there's, there's a whole bunch of perspective in, in it and everything like that. But I just thought it was something I would touch on because just literally because of the car thing and the Tesla thing. And it's just not all of us can afford to live this eco life to the, to the fullest. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you have to sacrifice some stuff and you have to be mindful of the people who have to do that. You can't expect everybody to do it just because you have that extra penny in your pocket. So that means that you can go and spend more to be even healthier. And there's very cheap ways to be healthy as well. But like being like environment friendly, like buying poop bags for my dog, it's almost like $30 for a couple rolls because it's environmentally friendly. But the ones that aren't, are like a dollar. And so when it comes down to it, when there's a family, say there's an individual who does have a dog and they don't want to put it in the pound because they love their dog and, but they love the environment too. So what do they do? You know, you're, you're, you're really shaming them into this position of like, okay, well you're an asshole if you put your dog in the pound, but you're a dick if you don't buy these $400 ergonomical environmental whatever poop bags. So it's just like, I don't know. It's been in my mind recently of like, how can we find this happy medium? And I think it's just like having the perspective and having the mindset of like people do their part. You know, maybe the the vegan goes to the grocery store and uses plastic bags, but they're vegan, you know? Or maybe, uh, I don't know, there's just a bunch of little stuff like that. Maybe the the pet owner feeds his dog raw food, but uses poop bags that have a little plastic in it. And, you know, it's just like, you just have to be mindful of like where people are in their lives. And it's like, maybe somebody has a Tesla, but no, they, if they have a Tesla, they can afford like a, a cloth grocery bag. Come on, am I kidding? <laughs> But there's a lot of people out there who are pretty like negative towards everything. And I do want to talk about that. I, I think they're just toxic people. <coughs> Excuse me. And I don't necessarily mean it's toxic for everyone. Sometimes people like that can really influence you in a positive way to become a better person. But sometimes not everybody can like uh, translate that into positivity. Sometimes we see negativity and we just absorb it as negative versus absorbing it as a whole different substance of like, okay, I need to go be a better person. So again, we can't just like assume that everyone's going to take something one way when there's multiple ways that you can take it. So I want to talk about breaking up with toxic people. And the first thing is saying no. Recent, recently, I planned a trip. I'm going to the West Coast. And so I'm pre-recording these podcasts. This one uh, is 
uh, or what? What's the date today? I don't even know what the date today is. It's September 18th when I'm recording this podcast, so it's not too far ahead. Um, but the next one will be. And where am I going with this? Oh, um, I am going on this trip in the West Coast. I'm going from September 23rd to October 3rd, West Coast, Canada, flying to Calgary, getting a car, working with GMC, driving it down to West Coast. So I'm going to Vancouver. That's where I'm going. Hitting like Banff, Jasper, Tofino, Vancouver Island, all that kind of stuff on the way there. And I'm really, really excited for it. Granted, there's a lot of work I have to do before, and that's, that's awesome. I love doing work. But what's getting in my way is people and toxic people. And it's not, you are not being toxic for saying no. So everyone texts me being like, oh my God, I want to hang out with you before I leave. Okay. They're not that excited, but they're saying like, I want to see you before you leave. And I'm like, well, you have plenty of time to see me way before even I have to leave or after I come back, you know, like there's plenty, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to die out there. Let's knock on freaking wood. And if I do, then well, we've had a great, great go. It's been awesome. And I have like a race coming up on the Sunday before I leave. And it's just like, there's a lot of stuff going on and I have work and I have a dog and I have to do my, I have to do my car thing today. And there's a lot of stuff. And I felt very, very pressured to, to basically fit people into my schedule. And today somebody texted me being like, they were like, Hey, when do you leave? And I was like, I leave on this day. I will not be able to see you until I get back. I apologize. That's just the way it is. And then they text, they, they, we have a little conversation. They text me again. They go, what are you doing Friday night? I'm like, I am not available. And so it's, it's not, that person does want to see you and it's not a bad thing for them to see you, but it is, you're, you're kind of like being an ass yourself if you are just letting that happen because you did say one thing. So stick to it. So I think we have to you know, really to benefit our lives, we have to put our foot down for ourselves and really get planted in our own mindsets versus what everybody else is thinking. And I sit here and I, me saying no, I feel a lot of guilt. My, my worst thing is guilt. Like my biggest fear is being embarrassed. And my worst thing with myself is feeling guilty. And so saying no to somebody really puts me in like awful shoes because I feel like I'm not impressing them. And I always feel like I need to impress, even though I do be myself. I'm just like an impressive individual. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck. Um, but I, I just, I just feel so bad that I'm saying no. And that's a thing that I am working on. I'm not this perfect person. I'm, uh, and it's, everyone thinks that it's so like a bad thing to say no. Like I remember there was that movie that's like the yes man movie with Jim Carrey, I think it is. And it's just like saying yes to somebody every single time they, they ask you to to go do something. And it's just like, that's a hard thing to do. You're putting yourself in a position of constantly go, 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 and you're going to burn out. That's literally how you burn out. And it's just like right now, um, there's just, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hanging out with a, like a lot of different people, but then I'm like, okay, well I have work. And recently I hung out with, uh, one of my friends and I was sitting at the table and like, I have to do work and I have to hang out with my friend. So I was sitting at the table. I was like, Hey, can you take this like Instagram picture for me? I want to take it to like for my merch. And they're like, well, how much are you paying? I'm like, for the hoodie? Like, it's just this much. And they're like, no, for me, for taking this photo. And I'm like, What? So it really like that's it really like blew my mind of like okay well yeah I get it I, I understand what they're saying um, they oh all right my dog is up that's Eddie and Frankie's up now too okay um, if they bark don't worry no uh, no Brooke Houts here it's literally just um, my dog <laughs> doing his own thing <coughs> but 
it put me at, at like the mm, it really opened my eyes to like understand where that line is of like what's work what's pleasure what's play and everything like that and where do we draw the line not even for ourselves but for the friends that we're hanging out with do i think that's really a true friend uh no i don't think they're worth thinking about us hanging out in a friendship mindset at all i think it was purely business if if that's the thought that went through their head but i also understand because like it is work and i i and i am profiting off this one picture um of it well i actually don't really make money off my merch i just want people to have it because that's why it's so cheap um also new hoodies are literally up now new hoodies and crew necks if you go to stayu.ca you can get a crew neck uh, it's a new happy crew and a new happy hoodie they're on right now go get them i love the happy crew i'm not gonna lie to you it's definitely my favorite out of the two just because i haven't made crew necks in a while and this one is just i made the font like smaller it's a little bit more aesthetically pleasing i love it so much go check it out now but i was taking pictures for that and like i had to like say go get somebody else because i couldn't really afford to hire somebody you know for 250 dollars to go take a photo and then edit it on their phone and visco and become a visco girl and then just to airdrop it to me across the table i didn't have that type of money i'm traveling on the west coast i'm doing that all out of my pocket i'm not getting uh, expenses paid or anything like any other influencer i'm not doing all that kind of stuff i'm doing this out of my my own pocket and then i'm also uh, funding my own book like i'm self-publishing and then i make all of my merch myself and so it's just i really have to you know do budget cuts and everything and so that really like uh put a you know it put me back um but back to the toxic people you can't do epic shit with boring people i saw this on instagram the other day and it just blew my mind and it's like do you ever hang out with somebody and you're like yeah they're all right. Like they're, they're a good, like, you know, they're there, you know, it's nice if I need somebody, they're there, but like, that's all they are. And they're just there. They're just a being that's there. And that's not that they're a toxic person or a bad person in your life or a bad person in their life. It's just a person that is literally just there. And you're like, Oh, what does this do for me? And you're like, you never have too much fun. You just like kind of hang out and you kind of like waste your time and maybe waste some money. But like, it's like, it's still okay. You're like, I don't know. You talk about like the new mac and cheese that you made and you're like, oh, how it's so much better than KD and shit like that. And it's like th- that, that conversation didn't ben- benefit anything to your life. Yeah. Um, those people, uh, <laughs> stop hanging out with them. Literally stop doing it. Uh, and it took me a while to realize it. Like, I was hanging out with this one person and they worked uh, they worked some some jobs at some regular Joe places and that's great. Their lifestyle is great for them. It's just for me, it you know, that didn't benefit me. And then I'm like, what do you do for fun? And they were and then they were like, Oh, well, nothing. And I was like, Okay, this sucks. <laughs> and you know, it, it was this struggle of like not wanting to hang out with somebody, but not knowing how to say it. And I think you literally just have to come out and say it. You're not going to be a nice person for doing it, but it's really, really not benefiting your life. Understand that the word benefit is a huge thing in our lives. And it's not something that's supposed to be negative or taken in a bad way. It's literally the, listen, you have one life. It's there's the warranty on it is awful. It's like a come and go situation. So take it as you please and understand that like, you know, the people that enter your life or even take up a minute of your day are people that influence you and have the possibility to benefit you in your life. And it's like, if they're not, then why are they there? 
And this isn't me saying only go down to one friend or five friends. It's just, hey, maybe you should stop consuming your day or letting them consume your day when you could be doing so many more things. And it doesn't mean that you have to be working or making money. It could literally just mean you could take some time to yourself of like some self-love or go walk your dog or go play a sport that you like or little things like that versus going to spend $5 on a coffee to sit to somebody that you don't really care about, to listen to somebody that you don't care about. And it's just, it's something that we all need to ask ourselves. And it's, and it's just like a little thing, right? It's nothing too big, but it really can change like a huge portion of our day. And granted in, in, in retrospect, it could be, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a little sick. Um, it can change like our entire lives. Who you spend your five minutes with can impact you for the rest of your life. I don't think a lot of people understand that. So if you're listening to this right now and you know you're in the spot where you want to move, fucking move. If you're in a relationship that you feel like is very plateaued, talk with that individual that you are dating. I don't know why I said it like that. Talk with the person you're in a relationship with and be like, are we plateaued? Like, is this it? Do you feel anything still? Is there any spark? And if you don't feel a spark, move on. Listen, like we're so scared to move on. We're so scared of breakups. We're so scared of saying no to our friends. And it's something that I think we need to become more comfortable with because it is something that, again, can benefit our lives, not necessarily just that moment, but our entire life. If you spend 10 years in a relationship that you have been unhappy for, that's 10 years of your life. That's not 10 years of just the relationship. That's 10 years of your life, not gone but life experiences that weren't being had. The life that you wanted to live was at a halt because of somebody else. And the entire time you were just sitting there complaining that they weren't being the person you wanted them to be when the real person is you and they're out there and you are sitting on the couch just complaining with an individual in, in a relationship with you. I don't know why I keep saying it like that that is just sitting across from you, but you aren't talking to them or setting things straight or opening your freaking mouth and opening up your mind and letting them into it and, and understand who you actually are. You are doing no, you, you are no better than them. If they are boring, then you are boring. So how about you get up and go do some exciting shit, some epic shit with some sick people because they're out there. So stop complaining about boring people. And speaking of boring people, Let's talk about parents. Parents are parents are freaking sick, okay? I know a lot of people like hate parents. I know a lot of people are super against parents, like the Danielle Cohen thing, and like everyone's like, oh my god, fuck parents, they suck. And you know, they just spend millions of dollars on us and then they just wanna just go to school and become doctors so we can pay them back. And it's like, fuck, yeah, they yeah. They put so much work into you. Yes, it'd be friggin' sick if you listened every once in a while. I have a dog, and I'm like, I just want him to come when I say come. That's literally it. That's all I want from him. And as a kid, we don't even do that. When, you're, when your mom's like, hey, can you come here for a sec? You're like, what? Mom, what? What do you want? And they're just like, can you come here? But what do you want when I come there? You know. And it's just little stuff like that. And um, I want to talk about moving away from my parents' place, so I'm in it right now. And it's always so like... Uh, nostalgic being here and like recording stuff because this is where I started. I started on an iPod 5. I remember my parents got me an iPod 5 for Christmas when I was on an iPhone and we couldn't afford an iPhone so they got me an iPod 5 obviously. And I recorded my first ever YouTube video on that on my windowsill like facing up and it was like such a bad angle but it was 
my first video and it really, really started things and I couldn't be more thankful. And the reason why I moved out, a lot of people ask me this and (coughs) the reason why I moved out is literally Wi-Fi. If that's not the most millennial thing that you have ever heard, I don't know what is. I There was such bad Wi-Fi. If you know Wi-Fi, if you know anything about download, upload, um, there was a download speed of 0.9 megabytes. That's not even one megabyte. <laughs> right now, I get, uh, I believe, like gigs. I believe I get gigabytes. So it's a, 120 gigs. 120 meg. I forget what I get. I, <laughs> I forget what I get. That's funny. But I get a lot of, I get good Wi-Fi because I'm out in the city now. And it's just like a huge reason why I moved is because of Wi-Fi. And it, there's such more deeper meaning to that. And with the job that I do, I need Wi-Fi. I remember I would film a vlog every single day and I would go to Starbucks because I had to upload. And I would have to go to Starbucks and I would have to buy some drink for whatever, a dollar to five dollars, whatever it is, just to upload a video. So, you know, it sucked. Every week I was spending money, so I literally had to make money from my videos, and which I wasn't. But I invested that that gas, that car payment, that that Starbucks drink into my videos, and it was just something so little. But it's something that you know I really wanted, so I hustled. And so moving out to my place now, I really, really saved money. Um, not in the long run, but I saved up money so I can move out there. So then I could produce more content, higher quality content, upload it quicker, be more um, immediate. And that's the that's the thing that I wanted to do. And so that's a huge reason why I moved out. But the biggest reason is adulthood. I literally became an adult in one day. And I don't know if like any of you have done that. I And it's not even like this is not about money, 100% not about money. I want you to understand that. Not about zero, zero money, okay? No money. I bought a car and I got an apartment a day apart from each other. Again, not about money. It is literally about me making the two biggest decisions in my life. The most responsibility anybody can have with those two things, having a car, something that your life and everyone else's life is in your hands and an apartment, somewhere to sleep that is yours, your home. Those are two huge things. And in one day I decided I needed both. And it's amazing. It really scared me, um, not to do it, but to think about doing it afterwards. When I did it, I was like, holy shit. What did I just do? You know, what did, oh my God, I just did this. Oh my God, can I handle this? And I've always been somebody with an overbearing mother. I have an Italian mom. So she's like always over my shoulder being like, okay, do you need help? Do you need help? Do you need help? But when I went there, there was no mom and there was no dad. There was nothing. Well, I mean, they were all, they were like 40 minutes away, but <laughs> which isn't that bad. But the whole, the whole idea of it all was that I was becoming this adult and it was something that I... I really wanted to experience. Now, I did travel for three years. Uh, I was traveling during that move. Um, and so I've always been like on my own for those three years. And I would like be with people and then I'd travel alone. And so I was basically living alone anyways. I was just always coming home to my parents' place. So I felt like I'd, it wasn't home. It felt like another hotel room. So I figured why not just get my own little hotel room, but a little bit more in the city. And so... 
that's kind of why I, I did that. I just felt like I needed that change. I needed that move. So I moved, literally moved. And a lot of people ask me if I get homesick. And with home being so close, like I'm at home right now and it literally just, I woke up at 6 a.m. And then I, I you know, I, I left and I make it here in like 30, 40 minutes and like I am home. And I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful to have my home be so close and stuff. And it's just, with being homesick, it's not the place. I don't miss places. I'm not very, like, I'm not materialistic. I'd, I'm not a place person. I'm a people person. I, w- I want to talk to my mom every day. I want to get my, a text from my dad. I want to I see my dog, Eddie. And it's just hearing a voice versus being somewhere is so much more, means so much more to me. And I don't know if other people are like this. I mean, I, I guarantee other people are like this. There's friggin' 8 billion people in the world. But being homesick doesn't always mean, you know, I, I, it doesn't mean a place. I feel, I very much feel that home is a feeling and that feeling is, is, is love and uh, comfort. And I think we can seek that in other people uh, as well as ourselves. So making sure I'm doing a lot of self-love practice at home really, really helps me and making sure, like my mom calls me every day at four to five and like as annoying as it is, I love it. Like sometimes I answer and I'm like, Hey, what's up? Okay. Bye. And that's our call. But just watching her name pop up on my phone, you know, that's what I live for every day at like between three and six o'clock. That's what I love. I love her interrupting my Instagram lives. You know, that's, that's, it's awesome. You know, uh, I have a mom that loves me and I know a lot of people who don't. And I, you know, I really, really cherish what I have and having a dad that like I can call to be like, Hey, I have this bike. How should I mount it? Or I have, you know, this, how do I cook it? And it's just like being able to call him when I need him is freaking amazing. And again, I cherish that. And having a brother that, that is a a designer and stuff, I can ask him for design advice and, you know, being able to FaceTime my parents to see my dog or, you know, I'm, I'm just very thankful. And I think there's so many things that we can do to cure this little homesickness that I think we're just like too lazy to take part in. Like when people go to college, like I get it, you know, it, it is tough, but I don't think, I don't think like home is what you're missing. I think it's the comfort of not having to be out of your comfort zone. And so kind of like finding your own little comfort in that spot is what I think will really, really help literally anybody in that situation. It's it's maybe going out to a restaurant by yourself one night and finding like that food that like tastes almost like your mom's home cooked meal, you know? I think finding something like that or or maybe even going to some shitty coffee shop because it reminds you of how your parents have a Keurig. Listen, Keurigs freaking suck. They're awful. I don't know how people drink those. Like my ex used to have one and, uh, we would wake up in the morning and like, she would make a cup of coffee and I was like, this is ass. This tastes awful. Like I much rather go pay for my own drink, but your parents always have one, right? Except for mine. Mine are on like Nespresso's now, like that big one. And I'm like Virtuos. I'm like, what the heck is this? And honestly, it's pretty freaking good. So I'm not going to complain. I literally came home today and I was like, ma, can I have a a coffee? And she like made me a coffee. She made me some toast, even though I, I hate toast. Toast sucks, yo. Toast is like I don't like mess, okay? And like I don't I'm like you know, you can have dirt in your car, you can have like a few hairs on your bathroom floor. I don't care about that. But like I don't like me- I don't like getting my hands dirty or like having to like clean up after I eat type thing. 
And so toast is just crumbs everywhere and I freaking hate it. So I like half-ass toast. Like I just like the light burn marks of toast. I don't know. That's just, that's something. And I have written down here about talking about my top five favorite songs right now. And I just going to plug, um, if you search, uh, Joey kidney on Spotify, there's two things that pop up. It's my artist page. Cause I have songs if you want to go listen to those. Um, but I also have like my own profile and you, if you type in Joey kidney songs in my head, then, um, a playlist will pop up. And those are the songs that I'm listening to right now. Hence why they're in my head. And those are like my top 30 favorite songs that I'm listening to right now. So if you ever want to le- like new music, um, just search songs in my head, Joey kidney, and that'll pop up. But other than that, I think we're done for today's podcast. I hope you guys are having a freaking amazing Friday. Or if you're listening to this on any other day, I hope your day is freaking amazing. And if you want to go grab some merch, uh, you can go to stayu.ca. There's new crewnecks and new happy hoodies out. They're yellow. They're really, really comfy. And I, 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 it's a huge thing to be like inclusive with sizing. But I want you guys to know that I've been inclusive since day one. Not only do we have like extra, extra smalls, we also have like four or five XLs. So no matter what size you are, we have it because I don't, I don't know. I don't believe in people should fit into a certain size. You know, you are your own size. You, you, this is you. And this happy crew isn't only meant for smalls or only for Brandy Melville mediums. You know, it's for everyone. It's yours. This is not mine anymore. When you purchase that, it is yours. When I, when I, I literally put it in the mailbox or my manager puts it in the mailbox. Nobody else does it. It's from me to you. And that's it. That's all I want. And I want this to feel like a piece of, you know, home almost. And so if you want to go to stayu.ca and if you want to buy something like that, you totally can. If it's not something for you, don't worry about it. Maybe the next merch piece that we drop will be more for you. But I'm pretty happy about these ones. Uh, The happy hoodie is cool and the happy crew neck is my favorite. Um, But other than that, stay you, stay beautiful. And uh, well, hopefully I will be, I don't know, DMing you saying thank you for purchasing your crew neck. Anyways, stay you, stay beautiful, like I've already freaking said. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.